Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the whole dang Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. Uh, we're back. We read all the we read all the Pokedex entries. We do it all the time. It's twenty twenty four. I I could have sworn it was twenty nineteen mere moments ago. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of feel again. like something <laughs> slipped. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Someone's trying to get one over on us. Yeah. We took a break. We we did some holidays. Uh, and we're back. And we are we are we are rested and we are desperately trying to remember how to how to do this. Uh, we uh, we we love you. We love Pokemon. We love the nice rounds 2024. What a great what a great even number. Mm. Uh, fingers crossed uh, it's better <laughs> than the last one but I don't know I'm feeling kind of like a, a steady decline recently hey and, listen you never know right yeah maybe, I don't know maybe happen. it's just age I'm getting older so I'm just becoming more aware of of the, the entire world but yeah yeah well, that that could just be an element I mean you ask any given elder person and they're going to be like well back in my day you know back mm. in the good old days when i didn't know um, you know uh heck from from what you know it's yeah just, right yeah sure ain't everything no was back great in the day back then ain't no back in the day no no there ain't um but there was uh back in yesteryear we 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 talked about bugs and other Pokemon. We're gonna do the same stuff today. Uh, I don't know any any big uh, any big highlights or, or news you wanna you wanna drop on our on our Ooh. fresh eared podcast listeners who haven't heard our beautiful voices in like two <laughs> weeks ish. Um, hmm. I I uh, heard that you didn't see the boy and the heron. Well, actually, that's not true. I did see oh, the boy and the heron, but I saw it in Japanese, uh, oh. subtitled, and okay. we were going to go see it dubbed, mm. uh, and then we got defeated by a blizzard and, and okay. did not end up okay. going to do it. But I did see it in Japanese. Um, nice. It's really good. It's uh, it's it's really good. I liked it a lot. I want to see it again. Um, it. I, I feel like I I need to you know try to catch it a couple of more times before I can really mm. place it in in relation to the other Miyazaki movies but I definitely enjoyed it a lot yeah. uh, it's okay. it's uh surprisingly like funny like made me laugh quite oh, a few times and like uh also but also sad and uh beautiful it was real Z- good Zaki's still got it he's got it he never uh. stopped he never stopped having it that's interesting. I've enjoyed a lot of his movies, and they, they've been like charming and fun, and some like jokes here and there. But like, I rarely think of them as like particularly like funny, or like. There comedies. were just like there was a few like sight gags that mm. really worked for me. This one, and I'm, I'm thinking back now on uh, Castle in the Sky, which I saw fairly recently, and there's a oh, there's a, a lot Castle of really funny stuff, pretty like with like yeah. little, like chase scenes and. The, the goofy right. gangsters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the really like over the top animation of the chase scenes and the yeah. pirates and stuff. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Castle Cagliostro too with, with Lupin. It's very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um gosh, yeah, no, anime's great. I'm 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 doing I'm doing I'm doing good with anime right now. I watched I watched all of Pluto in like three or four days. Um it's uh That was the Gundam? No, it was uh, Astro Boy um, retelling, kind of, uh, as a like a murder mystery, kind of noir oh. thriller. Uh, very, very good. And it was it's, it's, it's an eight-volume manga series. And so the Netflix adaptation did eight episodes, and each episode's like an hour long. And it, each episode oh, wow. covers like a whole book the whole of the series yeah. pretty, pretty closely. Um, and it was it was very good, very compelling, um, very fun. Made me want to watch more of Kashan, who is like a kind of uh, in between 
Astro Boy and Mega Man kind of missing link character. He's very cool. Huh. He's a, he's a right. neo neo human cyborg um, who uh, sacrificed his human body so he could fight the evil robots. Um, and he uh, like Robocop. Yeah, more or less. Uh, <laughs> Not really, but yeah. okay. He's got a robot dog named Friender who turns into vehicles and stuff. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he also karate chops and kicks a bunch of robots to pieces, so it's very fun. It's very uh, very much got that like Samurai Jack energy of just watching a oh, yeah. animation of robots getting torn apart, um, which yeah. is very fun. Um, yeah, and then I started rewatching uh, Jujutsu Kaisen because the new season is coming out or just wrapped up and then I was like I gotta remember all these characters names if I'm gonna dive into this again uh, and it's very good I, it's I, I, you'd, you'd watched like the first episode or two right it was the uh, guy who eats the finger to get become demon cursed power energy oh I don't know if I actually have I definitely had somebody telling me about that one recently I could have sworn you saw the first really episode good. but maybe yeah. I did and I just forgot about it it's solid it. like it's not like mind-blowing like good or anything but it's just like it's just really solid shonen anime the main character is just like a perfect blend of Goku and Naruto um <laughs> yeah it's it's good I, I like anime and also I just started the I think the final season of MASH so Almost well, done with Mash again, and then I can maybe stop uh, getting Hulu. <laughs> but I thought you already had. That's this is an off-air conversation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's what I've been watching, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, Godzilla minus one, very good. Uh, Poor things, also very good. Dune Imperium, the board game, very good. And I think that covers everything I've done in the past two weeks, which is, I crammed a lot in there. Turns out when I'm not worrying about podcasts or, or work as much, I do a lot of other stuff. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, I've been playing a lot of Caves of Cud. Oh, yeah. It's real good. But mm. I think I kind of burned myself out on it because I played mm. a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm rapidly approaching burnout for Dune Imperium, but um, <laughs> I'm still still in the high point right now. So I'm just nonstop. Like, I, I have to beat all the challenges on the hardest difficulty, and I'm steadily working my way through them. Uh, I wonder if you would enjoy Caves of Cud if you... I, I only it only clicked for me once I realized that there is now a role play mode where it's not Ooh. permadeath. If you die, uh. you get sent back to the to the last time you were in like a civilized spot. So you can still okay. lose a lot of progress, but you aren't mm. just like, oh, the character that I've sunk 18 hours into <laughs> is just dead now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh -huh. I'm all for roguelikes and permadeath and, and punishing gameplay, but that's it's a bit much for me even mm. to face yeah. that kind of anyway. I'll have to have you walk me through it one of these days. Some, I would love to do that. Gaming together. Yeah, yeah. Still got to gotta do a follow-up to our Sunless Sea uh, video. <laughs> From like did five years ago. ago or something. Yeah, well, it's good <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, anyway, enough enough preamble. We got, we got, a, we got Pokemon. Uh, remember we did uh, a Cavalier last episode way back in 2023. Uh, yeah. In that and, distant bygone year, yeah, and then Carablast before that, and those were those were bugs. It was uh, the clamping Pokemon that didn't clamp. Uh, <laughs> spat acid. Um, they they hunted Shelmet, who is the Pokemon we're talking about today. Uh, and Shelmet and they stole its helmet and, and evolved into into a, a big, jousting, goofy, floating night bug. Yes, with with. Lance jousting spears for arms, uh, indeed. And so now it, it feels only natural that we that we give Shelma its fair due, uh, you know, a chance to respond. The the counterpart to <laughs> to Carablast, uh, it's Shelma number six hundred and sixteen, the snail Pokemon. It's a bug type, not a bug and steel type. Even though. Carablast becomes a bug and steel type after helmet. taking the helmet. <laughs> Maybe it takes it to the forge and like adds some steel in there and mm, <laughs> hammers yeah. it out. Uh, but you, uh, Shelmet, it's one foot four inches and seventeen pounds, and uh, just imagine, imagine like a, a classic knight 
kind of closed visor helmet uh and put with a weird little slits in it put like a little fish in there with a with a big old protruding kissy face mouth and yep. uh some some eyes that are permanently like half closed kind of unimpressed uh mm-hmm. which is an interesting expression combined with a with a very pronounced kissy face um yes <laughs> uh and yeah i guess the 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 knight's helmet kind of has these two little prongs on the bottom that i guess are feet feet question mark <laughs> i don't know it's uh not my favorite design um, I do appreciate like as as a whole, like it's just a little weird bug snail in a, yeah. in a knight's helmet. But uh, yeah, like I can't like what's the rest of helmet look like back there? Is it just like you know the other end of a green sphere? Like I feel like I mean, so the back of it is kind of curled up like a nautilus or like a snail. Mm. I mean, it's supposed to be a snail, right? Right. Um, yeah. So it must but be it's kind just of... a little a little knight's helmet. For a shell. Instead of a shell. Yeah. Or as a shell, rather. Because, yeah, it does have the, the Nautilus curve coming out of the So I assume it's bag. just a little a goopy little dude. It's just a little slug in there, you just know? Just a little goopy, goopy goopster. Um, just a little blob in a blob in a helmet. Yeah, I think, like, it's 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 all right. It's fine. But I, I feel like if I had seen this in-game, uh, and I probably did when I was playing Black and White recently, I was... Didn't didn't really uh, pause to to even consider adding it to the team (laughs) it is strange that it's not steel type you know because like i would expect something that looked like that to be you know like if i use tackle on this it's not going to be very effective you know it's clearly wearing a metal shell but no 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 it uh i mean it probably has some like metapod thing going on where it'll like use harden a bunch or something i'm sure it has high defense stats uh yeah but yeah, its defense is by far its its highest stat. So attracts that makes sense. Um, and yeah, uh, as as we know, it is it is hunted by by Carablast, who can seemingly dissolve the the shell. Yeah, that was with, the relevant shellmit info that we got last episode. Was that Carablast can melt through that shell? So yeah, maybe it's just not that good of a shell. You know, yeah, maybe it's not I mean, as, as sturdy metal as we think. Yeah, it's, and I guess maybe maybe the helmet's still. Well, I don't know. Like it looks like it's wearing like the whole helmet, and more for for a scavalier. So. I don't know, right. Maybe, yeah, maybe... we talked about how a Scavalier looks like it has somehow created even more armor out of this. Right. Like it's got big old lance arms, which maybe that's the real steel part. Um, mm. Who could say? I don't know. Certainly. Real steel. Not the poker dice. Yeah. I... Um, did you see that? Was that any good? That couldn't uh, have been good. I did good, not right? see it. Uh, it's it's basically Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie, right? I mean, yeah. that was the premise. Just like uh, just like Pacific Rim. Well, now hold on. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, no, it's it, yeah, that one was weird. Real steel. I remember seeing it at the video store where I worked for a while and being like, "I'm not gonna watch this," but I am <laughs> yeah, kind of right. curious about it. <laughs> it's uh, the the pull quote I'm looking at on a movie poster here says, uh, "It's Rocky with robots." Dot dot dot. A heartwarming movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. From Pete Hammond. Thank you, Pete. All right. All right, Pete. My Which heart I'm, I'm, is I'm, I can only imagine how much of that review uh, blurb was packed into those ellipses, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, so we got, we got this little... We got this little freak in a shell, um, and it's uh, it's got a name that is, I think certainly one of the most obvious names uh we've, we've come across here yeah yeah no it is uh straight up and down english name is shelmet a uh, combination of shell and helmet shelmet yeah. as helmet. you might have guessed what if uh what if a helmet was uh a shell for for an aminal or a bug and here you go it's pretty cute shelmet. pretty clever shelmet uh japanese however uh is kind of fun though yeah, we're going a different direction with Japanese. The Japanese name is Chobomaki, which may be a combination of 
ochoboguchi, which means puckered up mouth, and makigai, which means a snail or conch. Puckered up mouth snail. <laughs> which, yeah, I mean, that is a different element of this Pokemon that you could choose to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I mean, it's a very prominent element. Um, that, yeah, it is doing that a little kissy The English face. translators decided to just completely overlook. But <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, it's the helmet for me. I, I really appreciate that the word for puckered up mouth in Japan not only exists, but requires you to pucker up your mouth to pronounce, like Ochibuguchi. Oh, yeah. For yeah. the entire word, Ochoboguchi. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. It's very, very good. Um, so puckered up mouth snail. Love it. Um, German, however, slightly different. So the German name is Schnuthelm, which is combining Schnut, which means pouting mouth, and helm, which is helmet. Which, yeah, I guess I don't typically assume or associate pouting with kind of puckering but it, it that yeah. does make sense because you kind of you get sad you pout and you 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 pucker right you pout is like half of a pucker right yeah so so maybe pout has different connotations in different languages so this is uh for 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 Schnutelm, it's a uh a helmet with a pouting mouth which is a little unsettling <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's a little weird but <laughs> the helmet is just it's just a pouting mouth inside of a helmet <laughs> Uh, the French, however, similar to the English translators, they're they're not playing games with, with mouths and anything like that. They, they're just here French. for the yeah. French name here is escargom, combining escargo, which means snail, and om, which I'm assuming that's the pronunciation. I think that's right, which yeah. means helmet. That's om, a lot of h e a u m e. It's a lot that's of vowels. A lot of vowels. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, you French people. It's your vowels. Om. Um. Snail helmet. A, helmet, a snail um, with a helmet. Uh, uh, so far, uh, probably the most accurate of, of, of these so far, ex- except for, you know, the, the mouth part. But, yeah. you know, uh, typically, you, typically uh, I don't associate snails with, with puckering uh, lips. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> then we have the Korean. So the Korean name is Jomari, which is from juk, which is onomatopoeia for kissing. Juk. Juk. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because that doesn't sound like any kissing that I Well, you have. kind of like, you kind of pucker um, as you say it. And it's, I think sure. it's kind of like uh, in, in J- Japan, I think a lot the, the onomatopoeia for kissing is like chu, chu. Um, mm, sure. Uh, sort of like Pikachu. Um, <laughs> it's like for like a, yeah. So, yeah, okay, juk um, for Jamari and. Shok is onomatopoeia for kissing. Jogai, or joge, is clam, and mari is roll. Clam. So the kissing roll, I'm assuming, is like the, roll. the the spiral modelist kind of shell design. Oh sure. Uh, working that yeah, in that there. makes sense. Clam is, I guess, not sort of really relevant. accurate to what we're looking at, <laughs> but sure, yeah, I could read this as a clam as well as a snail, you know? It's like a, a clam with a roll design. It's like, that's that's kind of just a snail, but okay. Maybe those yeah. words uh, portmanteau better with, with joke for, for the jolari yeah, right. world, but yeah, uh, the, the kissing clam roll. Sure. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, lastly, um, kind of uh, another direct one from from china okay so the uh mandarin and cantonese names are xiao sui kua so or xiao xiu jui wo uh which is xiao or xiu is small jui or shui is mouth small oh, there's, mouth no there's there's one more word in there i think i forgot to include uh, oh, I thought it was blocked by this snail image. Shelmet. Oh yeah, it's it's the the wo or the wa at the end, um, which means snail. So they did they did small get the snail, snail part in there. Small mouth snail, or the small sma- snail with the mouth. Although, I mean, it's a small Pokemon, but it's a very yeah, large I snail. If the small mouth is like the 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 pucker thing that they're going for, like making a little yeah. small mouth. Hmm. Weird. Um, but okay, that's uh, 
that's our our little small mouth snail uh puckering uh little friend clam the, the helmet <laughs> uh it's pretty pretty weird but um I'm, I'm hoping its entries are a little more uh informative than carablast but considering their very close relationship i'm i'm very doubtful but <laughs> we'll see regardless let's take a, a little break um and and steal ourselves for for knowledge yeah. Welcome back to Beyond the Ball, the best podcast of 2024. Um, Whoa! I'm calling my shot. We did it. Uh, this is this is such a great show, and we talk about Pokemon and we read their their silly little Pokedex entries, and we have a we have a great great time um, learning. And laughing and loving, Will. Let's 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 do it again. Are you ready? I think so. To learn and laugh and love about this snail. Yeah, I want to learn about this 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 puckered up mouth helmet, helmet. snail. Clam. All right. What does well, it do? Well, we're going to start with black version, uh, which says, "When attacked." It defends itself by closing the lid of its shell. It can spit a sticky, poisonous liquid. That's interesting, because I believe Carablast was capable of a very similar feat. Yeah, was it poisonous or just acidic? Um, I don't remember. Look. Caustic? I mean, it's... Acid is Pokemon, considered poison in the Pokemon world. Yeah, I was going to say, Pokemon conflates acid and poison quite a bit, which is uh, weird. Those yeah. are two different things. But... It spits a liquid from its mouth to melt through Shelma's shell, is what they said. Um, I believe Ash's Pokedex mentioned that it spits acid in particular. Oh, yeah, an, an acidic liquid from, from white version. Right. Uh, Shelma's this is, more... is both sticky it's... and poisonous. Yeah, sticky. Which is like, that's the last thing I want to be uh, describing a poisonous liquid is sticky. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad news. <laughs> like, you know how you get like sap or like, you know, honey on your Ugh. fingers and it's like, ah, I yeah. can't get this off. What if it was also poisonous and weakening your, your constitution? I already feel like if I get sap on my hand, if I have something sticky on my hands, I'm like, I need to deal with this. I feel like mentally sensory, poisoned. Yeah. Right, exactly. The sensory experience is so unpleasant that I actually can't think about anything else. Yeah. This would be like, well, also it's killing you. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, when, when defend, when attacked, it, it defends itself by closing the lid of its shell. Um, it just looks like a, a, a silly little knight's helmet. Just a little helmet on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Which it seems, I'm not sure the exact dimensions of like a uh, a human head, but it's one one foot four inches tall. It seems a little small for for a head. So yeah, I might, I might see yeah. that helmet and be like, that seems like a very that's like a baby. I, mean, I don't knight think it's <laughs> helmet. I don't think it's wide enough necessarily to fit a human head. Maybe yeah. in the spot where Shelmet itself is sitting, but like where it it goes into the back and turns into the little like spiral thing, it gets pretty thin. Mm. So I imagine, yeah. maybe maybe for wouldn't... the old uh, the old children's crusade. But in any case, it's not trying to do camouflage. It's just trying no. to do a protective shell all around. So Which... it does kind of have. I mean, that's clam behavior, you know. Yeah. Like, can seems like I guess the snail can just out... like retract into its shell, but it doesn't close up. Yeah, yeah. Um, seems like it'd be effective at protecting birds and you know beaks and claws and right. things and other predators other than carablast who apparently this is not at all effective against yeah and hard to say um it, there's like the three slits in a knight's helmet which are also right. on on shelmet but also also I can't tell if they're actually like are they actually spaces. openings or are they just little, little black markings. stripes? Yeah, it looks like on the official art, like there's sunlight, there's, there's like light bouncing off it that makes it look like a, a solid 
uh, material. But mm. well, I wonder if uh, it could, if they were little openings, then maybe you could, you know, shoot your sticky poisonous liquid through them with mm-hmm. the helmet closed. That seems right. like it would be helpful. Yeah, even if they are um, openings, it seems it seems like they're too small for like a beak to really get through. Yeah, you know? unless you're maybe like a, a Firo with a very long thin yeah, narrow it's got that real skinny beak yeah the the old drill peck as it were the old drill peck just Love that perfect for getting shell attack some of yeah, my favorite little, attacks uh, uh drill peck uh slash I, I love those from from the original game you know hyper beam obviously but oh yeah loved loved to get a big a, a, a bird with a huge beak like Firo or zapdos <laughs> and and use drill peck drill on peck. unsuspecting bugs yeah great great time uh so what i would hope that the uh sticky poison is uh, an effective deterrent against uh what's his name uh carablast otherwise shama is gonna be in deep trouble i you know yeah to extinction she doesn't do anything it seems like Carablast has pretty much got the edge, but you know that's that's how kind of you know predators and prey work. Like the predators will find the easiest prey, and like that's that's their go-to meal. Uh, but well, Shelman's got to develop some new tactics. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, well, it will once it uh, dies and loses its shell and evolves. I'm not sure how <laughs> that's going to play out. Um, but I just want to clarify. I'm pretty sure poison. Is super effective against grass, but not bug. I think that's correct. Yeah, poison. However, Shelmet, also not a poison type. Yeah. Yep, um, a lot of bugs seem to become, seem to come equipped with some poison capabilities, but no unless they're like type. Weedle with like, you know, a particularly sharp like injector or something, mm-hmm. I guess. Doesn't get the poison qualifier um qualification but why don't we read the next entry which is very similar to carablast's first entry um Uh which was yeah not gonna tell us a whole lot (laughs) all right so we got white version which says it evolves when bathed in an electric like energy along with carablast the reason is still unknown electric like huh yeah uh, that electric-like energy, which actually, as we know, is describing whatever energy is associated with the trading process. And the process of evolution where they just kind of glow blue-white hot uh, for a few seconds. Right. Become, but it has to be around become wholly visually obscured. So we yes. can't see the exact process. We don't want to see the Animorphs book cover of them no. evolving. No. K. Applegate had no fear, but um, the Pokemon devs absolutely do. Um, yeah. And yeah, so so the the entry from Black for Carablast said these mysterious Pokemon evolve and they receive electrical stimulation while they are in the same place as Shelmet, which is notably there's no equivocating on the quality the of the energy. Is. It's, yeah, it's yeah. electrical stimulation. It says they evolve when they receive electrical energy when they're attacking Shelmet. So, it's it's a predator prey relationship that has become so intertwined that they they actually receive like each other, electrical weirdly. brain stimulation to, <laughs> yeah. to reach their final forms. Uh, the, well, reason the reason is, is still, still unknown. Yeah, I just love a, love just a, a non-entry like this. <laughs> it's yeah. like I don't know. <laughs> We don't really know what's going on here, but you're going to want to know how to make this thing evolve. So here you go. It evolves when bait. But yeah, like like this is giving you any clues. Um, not really. Yeah, not really. It's just associated with Carablast. Again, my my instinct would be to put it in a battle with Carablast and, and hit them have, with electric type moves. But yeah. that will not work. It is yeah. a trade that they're looking for, in fact. I don't think Carablast can use a lot of electric moves like Thunder Wave no, or whatever. Not. Um the reason is still unknown. Like, why do any of Pokemon evolve? Like, uh, who who could say? It's, yeah, what's the reason for that? It's. I mean, the reason seems like it's getting attacked by Carablast and needs to 
needs a new tactic. Right. If it's around a lot of Carablast, then its survival techniques are not working, and so yeah. it needs to evolve into something else. Slash, yeah. also, Carablast is going to steal its helmet, mm-hmm. I guess? Yeah. Do you know what uh, Shelmet evolves into? Do you have, do you have, have you seen it? Uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure I looked it up when we started down this train, mm. however many weeks ago. Yeah, it's, um, it's very different um, yeah. than how it starts. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to get there. But yeah, it's, it's interesting how they kind of trade expected evolutionary paths uh, right. with each other. Um. Yeah, but okay, they they evolve uh, for some reason with electric-like energy. Love that. Love that. (laughs) Um, Similarly, um, Black and White 2 is not going to tell us a whole lot more, but but here we go. Black and White 2 says, When it and Carablast are together and both receive electrical stimulation, they both evolve. You're just telling yeah, me to they... electrocute my, my Pokemon. Yeah, why do they? Why do they think that we're going to associate trading with electrical stimulation? I don't know where where just that's coming from. Just say the word from. trade. Just yeah. come on, help me you out. You can here. dress it up with some science. You know, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. okay. A lot of these entries are nonsense anyway. Like, in any case, not really anything at all new here. Um, yeah, they both evolve when you trade them, which seems to be an electrical slash electric like process or a process that generates that kind of energy somehow but that electric like energy yeah like a lot of pokemon they they you know evolve through trading like you know macho gets sent through the the game link cable pipe um (laughs) electrical energy happens allegedly and it grows two extra arms uh Gengar, Kadabra, finds an extra spoon in there. <laughs> there in the pipe somewhere or generates it out of electric-like energy. And as 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 Shelbet and Carablast pass each other in, in the pipe, Carablast perhaps do. clamps onto that helmet and rips yep. it off uh, Shelbet as as they, they, they cross paths. It happens every time. They evolve every time. It's really interesting that Carablast would go through its life melting through Shelmet helmets and eating the goo from inside. And then, given the opportunity, would be like, I want one of those helmets for myself. Mm. Like, you've only ever seen them be ineffective as a defensive tool. Why would you? Just a be trophy. Like, I want that. Yeah, just, I guess. Like, that just one's to really intact. rub it in I'm their faces. Yeah. yeah. Not only can I melt through this, I'm gonna just rip it right off your little body. Yeah, I'm. I'm guess. I'm. I'm assuming so. They evolve through trading, and if they're both owned by trainers, then they're probably not in a position where Carablast can, you know, hunt and kill Shelmet. So it does the next best thing by mm. trading. Yeah. Just nabbing that shell as it passes. Um, like, I and, can't just let this shelmet go yeah. with a, a free pass. No way. I'm going to take this helmet. The electrical energy through trading just awakens their their, their DNA uh, blocked potential, and they become a weird a night, night bug with <laughs> super spear arms. Yeah. Weird. Okay, let's uh, let's keep going. Let's, I'm, I'm hoping Sword and Shield are gonna open things up a little bit, but um, let's right. Find so out. naturally, we're going to Sword and Shield because anything medieval adjacent is gonna go into the Sword and Shield <laughs> games. Um, Sword version says, when attacked, it tightly shuts the lid of its shell. This reaction fails to protect it from Carablast, however, because they can still get into the shell. <laughs> yes. So they're not even. Does it, what Pokemon does it work against? Like I, I kind of raised, you know, like Pidgey or like Krabby or something. But, right. Presumably, uh, there are other predators other than Carablast. Just, just wait. We'll, we'll get to Pidgey and Krabby, and they'll be like, "Its claws can crush anything, and its beak <laughs> right, can yeah. pierce any cover." It's like, okay. Shelmet but, is 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 maybe just kind of a chump. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the maybe this. The shell is secondary, and its main defense mechanism is the sticky poisonous liquid. 
That seems like it would work better against uh, Carablast. Um, it doesn't say how Carablast gets into the shell, but it does say they can still get into it. Um, right. Presumably from, the, from our, the acid melting. Yeah. Based on our knowledge of the Carablast entries, we're pretty sure that it's from from the melting. Yeah. Um, I love to see, though, there's like a... Here's what it does to protect itself. Doesn't really work. Doesn't work. work. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad technique. <laughs> <laughs> tightly shuts the lid of its shell. I mean, it's I mean, that's all it can do, I guess, except for the the, the acid spit, which hasn't hasn't come up again. Hasn't um, come up. So, not sure. Um. Yeah, and I guess we we, we do this. It, it can't it can't it can't defend itself against Carablast. That that little that little bug's got too much acid in its mouth. Yep. So, so here we go. Let's, let's learn a little more about that strange physiology. Ah, okay. So Shield Version says it has a strange physiology that responds to electricity. When together with Carablast, Shelmet evolves for some reason. Looks like it took its shell, or it lost its shell. And Also, like, again, uh, we're really doing a heck of a lot of like electricity misleads here, because yeah. if you hit a shelmet with a thunderbolt i'm pretty sure what'll happen is it'll faint yeah that'll be the, that'll be the response of its strange physiology <laughs> just say trading like what i it's hey Braden. baffling to me do you like, know what happens to a shelmet that gets struck by lightning <laughs> not the same thing that happens to everything else apparently <laughs> It is the same thing, though, oh, because getting out. struck by lightning isn't getting traded. That's I don't know who to trust. Thing. Will the Pokedex or Storm from X-Men, the movie? Uh, one of the greatest lines in cinema history. Halle Berry, give her the Oscar. Yeah, I think she already honestly, won an Oscar, actually. Not for that, but she should have. Not should've. for that, though. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... And yeah, it's just it's we're no longer electric like. It's just electricity at this point. It's a strange physiology. It's a it's Pokemon physiology. They're all strange. Yeah, like, they're all pretty strange. Who knows what's going on in there? But also like, who knows why any of them evolve? Like, I, know. It's I really to, to, love to get stronger how, and bigger. Like how much like ass covering is going on in this? Where they're like, listen, <laughs> we don't know. All right, it's we we don't understand any of this, and we're not gonna do any effort to explain it or understand it any better. They if you don't understand for some reason. how it evolves, then tell me anything else <laughs> Talk about, about it. Something else. What does it Use eat? your eyes. Observe it in its natural environment. Does it suck Give up water anything. with its mouth like a straw? Like, yeah, what's, what's going please. on there? Uh, yeah. Can well, it walk? Can it ambulate like that? Does it just bounce around? The How Pokedex does it move? entry. The Pokedex writers have punked us again, Braden. Where does it live? <sighs> Sorry, in that shell. Did it find that helmet? Did it? Was it born with it? It must have grown it, right? It must have. I don't care how it evolves. None of them evolve. It's it's just weird light glowing, and then they grow extra arms and swords. Like, who knows? This is a great first episode to kick off the Welcome year. to the new year. <laughs> Same as the old year. <laughs> um, gosh. That's all the Pokedex entries from the games. Uh, we got Ash's Pokedex, which I, I included... Um, just because it's the only other instance we get of of the the poison here, but yeah, right. what, what do we got? Well, Ash's Pokedex told him, Shelmet can spit a sticky poisonous acid when attacking, and can defend itself by closing its shell. I can try. So it is acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they've they've added they've replaced liquid with acid here. Sticky poisonous acid. It's sticky. It's poison. It's acid. It's icky. It's going to stick to your skin, eat through the skin via the acid effect, and then the poisons in it are going to get into your bloodstream. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Not great, but lethal? I, I don't know. Who can mm, say? Don't know. Don't know how poisonous it is. Don't don't have a lot of information here, but... Uh, Definitely wouldn't hurt slapping a, a Mr. Yuck sticker on that shell, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the shell seems like less of an effective defense mechanism than the sticky poisonous acid, but... Yeah. A Mr. Yuck sticker with a with a, a 
a puckered kissy face <laughs> um that's uh that's shelmet uh that is shelmet that's all anything? we have for shelmet i don't know is there anything in bulbapedia here it's uh Hisuian Sliku is also a snail Pokemon. Uh, it uh, appears to be based on a combination of a snail, possibly a scaly foot snail. Oh. Which. Scaly foot snail? I guess I can kind of see. They got similar ish shells, or they did get find similar shells somehow. They've got the, the Nautilus kind of shape. Oh, sure. Um. Oh, freaky. Uh, Scaly foot snail looks more to me like a... a, a, What's it called? Uh, Maggargo. Because it's got that weird, like, black... That's a freaky-looking animal. (laughs) Yeah, scaly foot snail. Check that that out if you get a chance. Uh, Deep sea mm -hmm. hydrothermal vent snail. So it may also be based on a, on a Nautilus or a gooey duck due to its bivalve-like shale and long siphon. Which, I guess that's one way of calling uh, a kissy mouth. It's a long siphon. <laughs> yeah. It's a much... It's a, it's a less icky siphon. Yeah. Um, and it says the, their Shelmet and Carablast relationship may be a reference to co-evolution, which is like a an actual term and, and thing. And in biology, occurs when two or more species reciprocally affect each other's evolution through the process of natural selection. Sure. It's so, like the evolutionary arms race that happens. Right. But um, at least at, at Pokedex HQ, they, 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 they have no they idea. They don't get it. They have no idea what's going on. No idea on. Why, it's, why it's changing its form. What, uh, what do we think for, uh, for Shelmet, huh? Little, um, little, uh, little acid, acid little, spitting booger, little poison, uh, spitting helmet guy. Uh, not sure why it's wearing that helmet for <laughs> helmet. Another uh, of nature's punching bags. <laughs> helmet does not protect this little punching bag for Carablast. I can't stop looking at this scaly foot gastropod. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> escape. Escape. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, little poison spitting helmet guy. The helmet does not protect this little punching bag for Carablast. We said little twice and you're gonna have to live with that. That's the energy we're bringing into 2024. It's um, little, okay. It's just it's a little, little guy. I think it's 17 pounds. It's little. It's it's, it's a it's a big snail, I guess, but yeah. it's a little Pokemon. What's the what's the humanity of Shelmet? Uh, I mean, it's got a human-looking for... helmet, I guess. It uh, the futility of of trying to protect yourself uh, <laughs> from the world. <laughs> Honestly, I think we do better. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. It depends <laughs> on how you want to define that. Uh, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fare as well against someone spitting acid on me. That's for sure. But true. Um, but you don't have like a guy committed to spitting acid <laughs> at you specifically. I don't have you a know? natural like predator out there on the hunt. Tracking me with the with a Harvey Dent vial of of acid, <laughs> 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 trying to get my soft innards. Yeah. And uh, steal your clothes to yeah. evolve with. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really see. Do we give it the humanity? Like, do we give it a two just because it right. has, you know, a, a, a human? I want to give like, it a two for having like object. a human artifact on its head, right? Or maybe that's it was the inspiration for for medieval knight armor. Who could who could say? But. Deadliness. That does happen a lot, but they didn't tell us anything. Yeah. About that. Deadliness, nope. I want to give it a, like a point or two because it's got that uh, sticky poisonous acid. Yeah, poisonous liquid, like, unclear how deadly it is, but I, I'm assuming poison liquid ingesting is 
definitely going to be bad and potentially lethal. And if we so, trust the ash entry, then it's also acidic. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm tempted to just go for a two, but maybe it's a three because it is. I feel like we've given two to to slightly weaker Pokemon. To chumps. Yeah. Um. But still, I don't know. It's just so like I don't even know how it moves around. Like. Yeah, I know nothing. I don't. I don't, I don't know why it would spit acid on me. I'm not trying to get in there. Um. Maybe, maybe it is just a two. No, I think right. we give it a three. I think we. Give it, okay. I don't know. I, okay. I think the sticky poisonous acid merits yeah. a three. That's fine. That's fine. Companionship. Yeah, um, we, I mean, yeah, we really don't know anything about it or the way that it behaves or anything at all. It's um, kind of decorative, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems fine. It probably wouldn't spit poison at you, <laughs> but yeah. it could spit poison at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would assume the process of catching it would kind of endear you at least the minimum amount of not right. getting poison As, spat at because like right. it spits poison at attackers you know yeah that's true so maybe while that's you're trying true. to catch it but afterwards i'm assuming you've reached an accord um, of sorts i feel that's, like pretty pretty neutral on this one maybe yeah. a little bit less than neutral because of the acid stuff but it's probably going to leave you alone yeah and it's just i don't know probably pretty low maintenance i don't know what it does i don't know what it eats uh it's a little unsettling, uh, the expression, I think. So I give it like a four or something? I guess. I was, I was tempted for, for three, but... We could go three. I don't know. It doesn't have anything necessarily recommending it or not recommending it. Depends on how you feel about its weird little kissy face, I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess a four is fine. Humanity two, deadliness three, companionship four. That's, uh... That's Shelmet. And yeah. It's uh it's fine. It's a fine Pokemon. <laughs> However, I need to look this up. It's the, the kind of Pokemon that would be improved if we could like learn some facts about it. You know? Like you yeah. don't love the design. I think the design is fine. I don't know. But I wish that I I would be charmed by it if I knew anything about this what it does yeah and who this it is, is part of the reason why we do the show is exploring all these pokemon that we're less familiar with and learning yeah, about them and endearing right. ourselves to them and then it's just like yeah we electric don't have anything like to tell you about this who knows here's how like, you make it evolve it's like okay well yeah we, we you win some you lose some you know yeah um but yeah uh i'm assuming we'll get a little more as we talk uh in our next episode about shelmet's evolution who is Excelgore. Excelgore. Probably like that. In the in the book it says AK dash S E L L caps dash G O H R. Excelgore. So it's like accelerate. Uh and and gore. Which is not two words I That's really alarming. associate yeah. with each with each other, and it's a little scary. Um so yeah, uh, tune in next time to see what this, uh, what this, what it what it does when it finally uh, gets out of its shell um, and doesn't die in the process. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the show. We uh, we gotta go. I'm I'm tired. I've been playing too much too much board games. Uh, mm-hmm. Draining your life force. Draining draining it. It's like a a sticky poisonous liquid that I just can't put down. <laughs> Uh, but thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it I I hope you had a a good restive encouraging break with the holidays Uh, I know know the world's been going through a lot right now uh, as it always is Uh, so keep up the good fight keep keep being upset about it and um, keep, keep working for that that better future that I'm sure it's somewhere down the road. We got to be getting there, right? Another year. I don't. <laughs> I I, feel, I I have nothing to offer you, Brayton. Thank you. <laughs> my can, my encouraging best friend, as always. Will, I can give you some optimism about 
about uh, your life personally. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to offer any optimism about the world at large. We'll yeah. see. Anything could happen. Yeah. Whee! Gosh, fingers crossed. Uh, anyway, we, uh, we, we love podcasting. And we love you. And if you love us, you can give us money at ko-fi.com slash beyond the ball. So we can keep doing this. Or, I mean, we're going to keep doing it regardless. But it would be nice to be rewarded for our, our, yeah, that's our an great, empty threat, great work. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe someday we'll reward you with uh, bonus podcasts or something like that. We, 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 we desperately need to talk about things like dune and dragon ball oh my gosh but, yeah there's um, there's a million different possibilities for bonus content we'll have to see where your new eventual schedule shakes out and if there's mm, how much room for indeed. for content production there isn't it yes um i did record us playing lethal company together um no really i haven't done anything with it but i might do a little compilation of of us getting scared or something yeah it's a really good moment where you're like don't see me fall off that ledge oh and yeah then you're just yeah. like still talking to me and you go i was, up the stairs I was and looking you're like, for you i'm like what happened where'd you go and i'm like no Brandon! <laughs> don't go back yeah i wish i could have recorded your uh video as well that would have been good um anyway lethal company still fun uh, uh good game boy yeah it's good um, stuff uh, thank you to PokemonDB.net and Cerebi and Mobilepedia for all the useful info they provide. Just, yeah, shout-outs to fans making websites about video games they like and maintaining them and getting information yeah, from them, wow. often, often for them. little to no compensation. Yeah. Um, and thank you to PartyFish.media, which is the podcast network that we are a member of. You can find out more about them at PartyFish.media and check out all the other cool shows they got going on. Um we got to go now, though. Uh, I'm tired, and i got to edit this episode Listen, that we're recording on the tired. day that we normally release on. <laughs> I think we're going to try to keep on a, on a Monday release schedule uh, going forward, but who knows? Schedules are kind of shifting and in the air right yeah, now. Yeah, so we're we, in a moment of we, flux. We could, we, we could change that, and you, you're going to love it. I, I promise. You're going to like um, the way you look. You're going to like the way you listen to your podcasts on a regular schedule. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. In the meantime, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go be on the ball. The National Film Festival for Talented Youth is the world's largest for filmmakers age 24 and younger and is proud to spotlight its annual festival selection of over 200 films by inviting you to a weekly interview diving into an extended look at the filmmaker's film, their process, and their inspirations, hosted by Nifty's programmers and staff. Embrace those positive Nifty vibes during the festival off-season with this podcast, presented by Partyfish Media every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay up to date with Nifty at nifty.org or on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram and TikTok at Nifty Film. Partyfish Media. Partyfish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.